Hey guys, welcome to Spencer Talks About Stuff. The podcast is now live on Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Please leave a review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star review and let everyone know what you think. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast, please reach out to me. For the amendment section, on the episode with Nick Lose, we discuss the upcoming election and our local state election in particular. Make sure you do your research on who is running in your district. If you live in Idaho, you can go to legislature.idaho.gov or you can just Google what district you live in. There is no excuse not to be informed about who is running for your district. The general election takes place on November 3rd of this year. Based on where I live, I will be voting for the District 18 representatives. Alana Rubel and Gary Child are the two candidates from District 18 running for the Idaho House of Representatives. And the state Senate candidates are Janie Ward Engelking and Mark Boast. Go read up on your candidates so you can make an informed decision about who to vote for. Once again, Spencer Talks About Stuff is now live on Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Please leave a five-star review and subscribe. On this episode, I had some technical difficulties and I had to edit some parts together. This is why there are a few hard cuts. I just wanted to give you a heads up in case you wonder why the topics switch abruptly a few times. Without further ado, here is episode nine. All right, welcome to episode nine of Spencer Talks About Stuff. Today on the podcast, I have a good buddy of mine, Tristan Sluter, who's also one of my business partners. We met doing CrossFit. He was actually my first CrossFit coach ever. Oh, yeah. Tristan, how's it going? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. We just uh, we shotgunned some beers before team we started. Meeting. We had a team <laughs> meeting, which originated at regionals? Regionals, I think, yeah. 2015 or 16 or something? In uh, Tacoma. Oh, oh. Or... When I was, when I was competing. Yeah. Okay, so... I went to CrossFit Regionals. You, your girlfriend Des, now fiance, my sister, Debbie, my now wife, you guys were saying like when you guys stayed in your Airbnb, guys, we need to go outside and have a team meeting. Yes. And that was code word for we have to shotgun a beer. We have to. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so now every time we want to shotgun a beer, we say team Let's meeting. Have a team meeting. Let's have a team meeting. I love it. All right. What's going on? What Nothing. have you been up to today? Uh, I was working today from home. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, dude. How's uh, how's working from home? It's rough in yeah. our spot right now. Our little bungalow. So oh. I'm in the kitchen and Des is also at home uh, waiting for the school year to start. So Gotcha. And she just, so your fiance Des just got a new job in yeah. the Nampa school district. Yeah. Teaching fifth grade. Okay. Cool. Yeah. She's stoked on it. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Right on. Okay, so since we're already drinking beer, yeah, <laughs> we can uh, drink more. We can drink more beer. Um, so shtick of this podcast is the guest brings on a few of their favorite drinks, and then we we each drink them, and then we talk about it. And you explain to me why you like those drinks. So I'll get them awesome. ready if you want to explain what they are. Perfect. Yeah. And which one? The first one on the left there, my left, is a Moosehead Lager. I got it because it is Canadian. Uh, one of the oldest Canadian breweries, actually. Oh, no way. Yeah. All right. I like lagers. Because I like hockey. Oh, yeah. Tristan is a hockey, former hockey player. Washed up hockey player. Washed up hockey player, which I've actually watched you play hockey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I came and the watched you. The men's league out there. Yeah, the uh, 
what do you call it? Like the old man's league? Yeah, the beer league. Yeah. I watched you uh, trip a dude. Yeah. <laughs> you got pissed at him. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Right on. Well, cheers, man. Cheers. Thanks for being on. Yeah, that's a nice setup, dude. Yeah, we're uh, we're working on it. So construction mode right now, but we're hoping to make this room. Uh, I don't know. Nice little studio. Nice little studio. Yeah. Awesome. Multi-purpose room. It's not just going to be po- for podcasting. We're going to do like, you know, drink coffee in the mornings in here too. Mm-hmm. So nice yeah. little reading room. Oh yeah. Damn, that's a good logger. It's good. I've never had it. Oh really? Mm-mm. When did you first start playing hockey? I started when I was about eight years old. Okay. In the PAL league out in Meridian. Is that like the Pop Warner kind of? Yeah, Police Activities League, I think it is. Okay. Yeah, so we'd play roller hockey behind churches and things like that. <laughs> and then started a, our coach, he started an all-star team. Get a little bit closer, sorry. An all-star team. So we went out to the roller drum. Oh, okay. Napa, yeah. Gotcha. Nice. And played against some travel teams out there. Nice. And then when did you start like ice hockey? As soon as Boise got an ice rink oh, out sh- at Ice World. Yeah, it was actually a little frozen spot in the parking lot. Seriously? Yeah. No way. Yeah, and then they moved it indoors oh, after that. Crazy. I guess I didn't know. I didn't know we didn't have an ice rink. What? When did they build it? Oh man, it was a long time ago. Like before high school. Yeah. Yeah. Before high school. Yeah. I knew, so so you went to Meridian High School, <clears throat> Meridian High School in Ada County, and I, I went to Bishop Kelly, and I know BK had a, like a club hockey team, and you didn't, it wasn't like a varsity, like you didn't letter in hockey, but did you have, like... Yeah, they were clubs, but we still lettered. Oh, So, like, okay. I lettered all four years varsity, and then, yeah, there was, like, BK, Nampa was all mashed together. Yeah. And, like, an Ada County team. And there was a Sun Valley team that would come down and play. Gotcha. Yeah. That's interesting. Like, I don't know. After watching the Steelheads and how much fun it is to watch hockey, it's crazy to me that there's not more interest in hockey, like yeah. in the Valley. It's it's really weird Yeah, that hockey's not more popular. It's more, I always thought. It's more fun to watch. It's way more fun to watch than soccer. Agree. Uh, <laughs> and I think it's more fun to watch than football, too. To a certain extent. Right. I mean, yeah. I know a lot about football because I played football in college and high mm-hmm. school, but I mean, it's quicker. It doesn't, there's not like time between the plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got everything. It's fast. It's violent. It's exciting. And dudes don't flop. No flopping. You we're, actually get a penalty if you do flop. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> we were talking about that yesterday. Tristan and I went out to dinner last night and uh, we were talking about the Boise Indoor League and I'm not going to in like single anyone out, but... uh People who flop in soccer, it's like the most annoying thing in the world. <laughs> like you touch someone and they fall on the ground. That's why I have a hard time watching it. Yeah, me too. Because you watch hockey and the dudes are on skates and guys are going like full speed and smash into them and they keep their balance. Yeah. But dudes playing soccer can't do that. No, can't bump them, <laughs> touch their elbow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I feel rough. like uh, NBA is like that too sometimes. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's annoying. Mm-hmm. Weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you said, did you ever play soccer? Um, I used to play, it was called punk rock soccer, where you can make contact. No way. We'd play it out here at uh, Manitou. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like in high school or? Um, yeah, it was high school. Yeah. 
That's awesome. I feel like that uh, was super fun. If they rearrange the rules a little bit in soccer, m- many more people people would like it. Yeah, if you could just take the body a little bit. Yeah, dude. Something. Yeah, and people don't flop. I don't know. I feel like dudes kind of flopped sometimes in football too. Do they get penalties for it in it, soccer, like embellishment? I not that I know of. I think they give sure. the other guy a yellow card, like the guy that bumps the guy. But I, I have no idea. Debbie's yeah, the either. Debbie's a soccer expert, so yeah, she's good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's how it was on our team. Like I feel like because I played indoor soccer for I don't know three sessions or something with them, and we I, I think we played for almost a year. Um, but we would always just pass the ball to Debbie because she was like yeah. the best person on offense, and yeah. she could just like you know, juke around everyone. She had good ball control. And like, mm-hmm. I was only good on defense cause I have stones for feet. <laughs> <laughs> just stand in front of people. Yeah, exactly. And like, as long as you're just a presence and you like kind of know how to like stay in between the offender and the goal, mm-hmm. you're good. Yeah. So. A lot of it's like hockey, like offsides and all that. Yeah. And that was the most annoying thing for me to try to learn watching hockey. I could not understand mm-hmm. offsides. Yeah. And then I didn't, like, what's the deal with the blue line? Because once the puck goes past Yeah, a certain... you can't have uh, your offense pass that blue line before the puck is. Okay. Before that's offsides. Okay. And that's yeah. why, like, if it goes behind that, everyone has to get back. Yep. You've got to come back, tag up on the other side. Yeah. And then go back in. Yeah. Prevents cherry picking and yeah. things like that. Which there was tons of cherry picking in indoor soccer. I bet, yeah. Which I... Could not stand either. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I forget who I was talking. Maybe I was talking to Zach about it on the podcast because Zach was on our t- indoor soccer team as well. Um, but people like I would get so mad at people for not hustling in indoor soccer. But it, that, like most of the people are just like kind of normal people that maybe played soccer like, you know, throughout life a little bit. And I don't know if they played in high school or not. Uh huh. But they would just like stand around and I'm like, if you hustled a little bit. They like would, they didn't want to be there. Yeah, they like didn't want to be there. They're like, eh, I can't wait until I, somebody right. tags me out. <laughs> but yeah. So uh, do you want to talk about what you do a little bit? So you're like, you're like the IT guru. Any yeah. IT question, I always go to you. Yes. <laughs> um, it's not super exciting. IT manager. So I manage a small team of people. Um, kind of wear a lot of hats. Yeah. Do network management, server management. They call it a sysadmin, right? Sysadmin. Yeah. Netadmin. Yeah. All those. So it's it's for a, a trucking company? Is that right? A trailer company. Or a trailer company. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Interstate cargo. Nice. Do you like doing it? I love it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a weird, it doesn't sound super exciting and fun as a trailer company, but I get to innovate a lot, work directly with the CEO. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I figure IT is similar, like no matter what kind of company it is, you know? I mean, you kind of have the same things. Net, network connectivity and... Yeah, I know the you basics do. are all there. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, if you get to innovate and create new processes and yeah, tech for that company. Yeah, and you do security too, right? You like yeah. set up cameras and... Yep, yeah. security as well. So how many different locations are there because it's is it based out of idaho or um it started actually in arkansas okay but yeah now our corporate locations in nampa gotcha 
Um, yeah, we've got about 70 locations. Okay. Do you ever get to travel to them? Yeah. Yeah. I used to travel to them a lot to set up. Yeah. But now I've got a process in place where I can have anybody set it up. Nice. Which is nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Right on, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So we, so Tristan and I met doing CrossFit. Tristan was my first coach at a gym. 2014, I guess, was the first time I did CrossFit. Yeah, I take all the credit for building this body. Oh, yeah, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, yeah, so I just got done playing football. My buddy Ryan talked me into coming. He he was training for the Marines. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's why I remember Ryan. Yeah, he started CrossFit. Yeah, he was cool. And he brought me in, and uh, yeah, I fell in love with it right away, man. Yeah, testament to your coaching. (laughs) (laughs) And you and Ross, our other business partner, and Ross is my future brother-in-law. Um, he was a coach at that first gym too. So yeah, Ross actually was working out in the garage, and I coached him oh, first really? too. Yeah, no way. And then he wanted to be a coach and came in there and started coaching. And yeah, yeah it was awesome. Nice, right on, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what else is going on? Uh, actually, I picked these up, these beers up yeah. from the Boise Co-op. A little co-op we have here locally. And if you ever want to feel like a piece of shit, (laughs) go (laughs) go into the co-op without a mask on. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's laser beam stairs. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. It was rough. Yeah. Well, so I wear my mask to work every day. But once I get into my office, then I take my mask off because Mm -hmm. I'm not... Usually, I'm by myself in my office. Sometimes, you know, Mm -hmm. people come in and we'll put masks on. But... uh yeah, I've been out a couple times and gotten some weird looks. Yeah. So, but like Costco makes you wear a mask right now, and Best Buy. Those are the two places I've been that have said like you have to wear a mask. Right. But I don't know. I feel like all the other local stores. Yeah, I wish they would have told me that I had to before I was already. Was there like a sign or something? In the or? store? No. Oh. There wasn't a sign. Yeah. But I wish there was. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't feel so bad. <laughs> eh, whatever. I think it's I I think it's hilarious. Like at work. I'll see people wearing their masks, like especially in the morning, but they have their mask pulled down. They're just like sipping coffee and like talking to their mm-hmm. coworkers. Yeah. 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 We had to wear them uh, traveling for the ACL mm. cornhole. Um, That's what we need to talk about. Too, yeah. But continue. But so. I've never touched my face more <laughs> than, than when I was wearing a mask. Yeah. yeah which, I was like, this isn't working I yeah think. shifting it around yeah um so yes tristan is a pro cornhole player as well <laughs> yeah that's and right you've had matches on espn yeah yeah so i don't know if you want to yeah we've been traveling uh this year uh four of us from here went pro um so we've been traveling kind of around the u.s uh we were in we've gone to sandpoint we've done florida cleveland Vegas, Vegas yeah. kind of all over. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's been a lot of fun. And do you, I mean, obviously you enjoy it. How is it like competitively? Are, do you guys like take it super, super serious? Yeah. Super yeah. serious. Yeah. It's a lot more, it's a lot more work and mental than people think. Yeah. Just saying cornhole. It's like, that's a backyard barbecue game. Yeah. But yeah, you go in there and there's killers out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's super mental. That's crazy. I, I remember, I feel like I kind of made fun of it the first time I saw oh, it on yeah. ESPN. Yes. But so then we, we, yeah, we found out that you were doing <laughs> yeah. it and it was like, oh shit, like Tristan 
Yeah, I can't believe it's on ESPN, but it's awesome. So what did you have to do to get it? Do you have like a pro card kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, so you had to place top 16 in the region. Yeah. Which ours is like Idaho, Wyoming, Montana. Yeah. Then you could qualify to be pro. So do you did you have to play like one on one games or is it all two on two or you play so you go into like a national and it's um, it starts with doubles so you have a doubles partner that you've traveled with yeah and then you go into singles after that gotcha and are yeah. sing are singles the same rules pretty yes. much or yeah same rules gotcha yep. crazy so do you I guess this is a stupid question you stand on the same side of the board as your opponent when you're doing singles. Yeah. And you guys alternate throws. Yep. yep exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know if I've played with you. Well, no, we did play once in my, at my <laughs> <Yeah>. bachelor party. <laughs> yeah. I was like, let's go challenge those guys. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's kind of like the backyard rules that everyone knows. That's like the rules that they use. Um, kind of like a lot of backyard <laughs> stuff. They'll play like a bust rule. Like you can't go over 21 yeah, or weird stuff like hangers or like four. Yeah. Like a bunch of weird stuff. But. Yeah. But it's, it's like one on the board, three in the hole. Yep. And then do they cancel out too? Yeah. And then cancellation scoring. Okay. But it doesn't matter if you go over 21. Right. Which yeah. I always, <clears throat> Debbie and I had some friends over the other night. <clears throat> Excuse me. This beer is making my throat dry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we were playing... Do you know what Oki Golf is? It's no. like the it's like the three prong thing made out of PVC, and you throw the the golf balls that are attached oh. by a string. Yeah, we called it testicle toss. <laughs> <laughs> That's a way better name. <laughs> uh, but they wanted to play the bust rule, and I was yeah. like, if I'm if I'm trying to get the highest number every time, and then like on the last one, I have to like change up my technique. It's I don't like know. You can't it's, be too good or yeah. you lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the stupidest thing <laughs> yeah, in the world to me. It is. It's yeah. worse. Yeah. I don't like that bust rule. Um, okay. So I got to talk about this because uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like this might get a little out of hand once we <laughs> crack another brewski. Um, but you and I share a very similar sense of humor. And I feel like that's why we're good friends. But like we think really stupid shit is hilarious and especially like messing with people like you act like you're kind of dumb and you don't yes. know what they're talking about. Yep. <laughs> I don't know why for some reason. And I know my sister's like that too, but sometimes we do shit in front of other people and they're like, and they don't get it. Yeah. Like why are you guys laughing <laughs> yes. so hard? I feel like Des has done that to me before. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Des is awesome like that too. She gets my asshole sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I do stuff. Like, especially now, I've been married for almost a year, which is freaking crazy. crazy. So Monday will be a year. But yeah, I'll say stuff to Debbie sometimes, and she'll know what I'm trying to do, and she'll just stare at me and like shake her head. <laughs> I get that same shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else is going on? What else did you do today? Walk the dogs. Yeah? Worked. Charlie and Murphy? Charlie and Murphy. How are they doing? Shout out Charlie and Murphy. Uh, they're doing super good. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, the one memory I have, I don't know if it was Charlie or Murphy. I forget which one's which. But when we went backpacking. Oh, yeah. And 
one of their paws. Murphy, yeah. Murphy. Oh, and you had to carry Murphy for yeah. like three miles. Yep. He'd just stop and look up at me and be like, carry That's... me, papa. <laughs> That's the most sad <laughs> thing in the world. <clears throat> I always... So whenever I travel with our dog, Skylar, um, she jumps in the back of the truck and she likes like standing on the wheel wells and like getting the wind in her face and stuff. But I'm always like super nervous about how hot the bed of the truck is. And so I don't know. I don't yeah. know if, if Murph burned his feet or. Yeah. They kind of like peeled off. It was yeah. kind of like rocky uh, terrain yeah. and then water in and out of water. Yeah. yeah Sad. Poor little dude. Poor little dude. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you about too. You guys just bought a house. So. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully we close on July 10th. Yeah. Yeah. So coming up. Yeah. And uh, pretty stoked on it. In the current real estate climate in Boise, it's kind of nice that you were able to do that. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, I don't want to not own property in my native land. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. There's too many. Uh, I don't know. Well, uh, Mick and I were talking about this last time on the podcast. Like, there's a, there's like an air of like smugness with Idahoans mm-hmm. where they're like, uh, oh, you're from California like, or get you're out. From, yeah, get out yeah. of our state. But it's like, I don't know. It's nice here. Like, yeah, obviously nice. people are coming here for a reason. Right. <laughs> um, are your parents native to Idaho? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So you're like second generation Idahoan. Yeah, boy. Yeah, dude. I'm first generation Idahoan. Dang. Yeah. My parents brought us here from california oh so one of those oh yeah we're one of those people <laughs> well do, is your family like all your family from idaho were your parents parents from idaho no like kentucky san diego yeah from all over that is all over all over <laughs> dude dude i found out my my family's from uh omaha nebraska Dang. which i've never been to Nebraska. your dad or yeah it's my dad's family and they got here they came to the United States from Czechoslovakia and uh, started working on the railroad. And at that point, like the transcontinental railroad was being built in Nebraska. Damn. So, yeah. My aunt did a ton of, uh, what do you call it? Ancestry.com stuff. Nice. So. How's Bill and Lisa doing? Bill and Lisa are awesome. <laughs> I'm getting uh, Lisa. I miss them, dude. I haven't seen them in a while. Dude, they're the best. I'm getting my mom on the podcast soon. So. And your dad. My dad is coming on soon, but my mom's going to come on first. So, nice. yeah, they're doing awesome. So, um, she get them both in same time. Dude, I want to. I want to be able to have like a three person podcast at some point, but I feel like the, like, I just got a handle on the technical stuff with <laughs> <Right>. this. <laughs> throw so, another mic in. Yeah, throw another mic. But I have, I have the gear for it right There's over there. A spot for it. So, how's Rick doing? How are your parents? <laughs> good, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doing really good. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. He, uh, had the heart attack within the oh, last yeah. year. Shit, I forgot about that. Yeah, and then he, after years of giving me shit for being plant based. Yeah. Yeah, he went and then got all of his blood work done, and he's like, "You are not bullshitting us this whole time about it being like good for you." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he feels good. Yeah, he feels good. Awesome. All of his blood work is awesome. Good. Yeah. Um, I was wondering when the vegan thing was going to come up because I I was going to coming I was going to bring it up and like tell the listeners I'm the I'm the one that always fucking brings it up first because <laughs> people I always say it. like yeah vegans are the ones that that bring it up but I mean obviously if your dad feels good on it yeah good shit yeah but I don't like I don't think I I think the debate about the vegan stuff is really stupid because 
as long as you're not overeating and you're not eating shitty foods, right? Like you're going to be fine. Yeah. It's vegan versus American standard diet, Yeah, which is different than like you eat. Yeah. 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 yeah so it's a tough one. Well, people like the, the arguments about protein and stuff, right? Like, does it really matter for the average person? Like maybe if you're doing, you know, high level shit, right? But other yeah. than that, I don't think a protein debate is really like a big deal. No, I've never met a deficient person. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, how would you even know if there's a protein deficient know. person? Yeah. <laughs> like you go to the doctor and they're like, "Sir, your muscles are too small." <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay, so speaking of the veganism stuff. I tried vegan pizza once. Horrible. Worst thing mm-hmm. I've ever tried. It was from part- where? Well, you let me try it. <laughs> oh, shit. But, but I think they've gotten better since. Because this is like four years ago or five years ago or oh, something. Yeah. Um, but the, the worst part about it was the cheese. And I know recently they've gotten way better. Yeah, there's been huge cheese innovations <laughs> in the vegan world. <laughs> um, the thing that Ross and I always still joke about too is the artisanal nut cheese. <laughs> oh yes, I remember that. <laughs> the packages say yes. artisanal nut cheese. It's artisanal, dude. But they so what all do they make cheese out of then? They make it out of nuts, obviously. Mm-hmm. They what make else? it out of one of the main ingredients is rice. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of the new ones are like rice based. Yeah. I feel like yeah. If you're so used to, I mean, it's not like you taste things that have dairy and meat in them. And so you're comparing what, right? Yeah, like that's m- probably what's tough is you're comparing it to yeah the OG cheese. Yeah, but you're just comparing it to other uh, plant based cheeses, right? Artisanal. <laughs> so what, yeah, whatever the best artisanal <laughs> yeah. cheese is is what you get. Yeah. Um. Oh, and then something else I was going to ask you about. I know certain beers are not vegan. Yeah, right? which is them, super weird. Some of them will. I think Guinness used to like filter with fish bladder. Uh, yeah, I've heard yeah. that. Like how do they But I don't f- think they do that anymore. How do they filter a beer with flesh flesh <laughs> <laughs> bladder? Flesh bladder. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't seem super efficient. Yeah. And how do you get those out? Yeah, you have the to fish kill bladder. you just have to kill like a shit ton of fish and <laughs> take their bladders out. Or it just takes really long to filter all the beer through one bladder. <laughs> <laughs> just feeding a fish beer. <laughs> Okay, and and something else I was going to ask you about too. Was Guinness the only one or are there other ones that you know about? Guinness is the only one that I've heard of Okay, that used to. There's like some red wines and stuff that the companies do that too. Or used to, yeah. With like fish? Yeah. That is freaking weird. Yeah, it's weird. Um, Yeah, the other thing I was going to ask about is, so there's some things that you would think would be plant-based, but they're not plant-based. And then there's some stuff that you would think has like dairy in it yeah that doesn't yeah oreos 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 is the big one everybody's shocked about yeah yeah yeah. anything else um i remember there were um turkey flavored kettle chips from trader joe's that i showed you one time and you like you like look through the ingredients you're like there's no turkey in these (laughs) (laughs) but anything else like Um, common snacks I can't think of any, but there's like, there's like whey in everything, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like, why did you put like one percent milk powder in these chips? 
Just to ruin it for us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There should be all your meat options on one side. And then everything else, they should just not put meat stuff in. Yeah, that would be legit. Yeah, it would be. (laughs) (laughs) Got super good at scanning ingredients, though. Yeah, I bet. Well, and aren't there some artificial colors that are Mm -hmm. like red? Red five, yeah. Is like from, I think it's like a certain beetle. That's or something. That's weird. Yeah. I feel like if more people knew where their food came from, they wouldn't eat it. So what do you what do you order normally when you go out? Do you get like tempeh or um depends on the spot. Yeah. I mean there's so many I feel like nowadays there's so many options. It's it's way easier now. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough for a long time, but yeah. Now everybody's getting into it. Best plant based place in Boise. What do you think? Mm. Lemon tree? Maybe lemon trees bomb. Yeah. Um, what's the other place on eighth street? Um, like they G- have a lot of breakfast stuff. Oh, wild root, wild root. Yeah. That's probably my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. I have a gift card for wild root that my sister got me for my birthday. Cause my sister eats plant-based too. Um, I think she got it for me like four years ago and I still haven't <laughs> been there. <laughs> you, you've never been. No, I've never been. Oh, you gotta go. Yeah. yeah. They have good non-vegan stuff too. That's what I've heard, but I don't know. For some reason, up for brunch or something, dude. And so, for people who are listening who might want to dabble in the plant-based world, I've plugged Big Bun Big basically Bun. every podcast because <laughs> I, I live close. Awesome. I live close to Big Bun, but Big Bun offers. Yeah, they've got vegan burgers, vegan shakes. Um, they've got vegan fry sauce, vegan cheese. Yeah, it's weird for a spot like that. Yeah, I did not expect it. It's like a. Yeah, like a greasy spoon place, but yeah, and they have vegan uh, ice cream sandwiches. Oh shit, I haven't tried those. You might want to go there on the way yeah, home. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but they have the ice cream sandwiches with uh, like chocolate chip cookies on either side. Damn, and they're vegan. Damn, Westside yeah. has some stuff too. Really? Yeah, um, it's the same kind of like greasy spot. Yeah. Do you guys go to the West Side on State? Yeah, or? on State there. Gotcha. What vegan stuff do they have? Uh, pretty much like Big Bun. Yeah. Yeah. Impossible Burger and. Yep. Yeah. What do you think about the texture of the Impossible Burger? Oh, it's better than the old <laughs> veggie burgers. What was the old veggie burger? Uh, dry, cardboardy. Was it like was it like black beans well, or something? Or they like... had a a bunch of different types. There was like Boca, had some, but yeah, since Impossible and Beyond. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're pretty legit. Dude, I saw something. It's either impossible or beyond. They're doing like ribs now. Have you oh, seen really? that? No. And then they have like fake chicken too and crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. They're like trying to make it like as close to the real thing as possible. Right. Yeah, <laughs> just to entice people, bring them in. <laughs> yeah. Um okay, so so I'm going to ask you about this and we don't have to talk about it if you don't want. <laughs> but we've talked about how like technically humans are vegan. Right? Humans are vegan? <laughs> like, if, like if you want to eat a human? Like human meat is vegan, technically. Um, did the person die naturally? <laughs> or? Oh, 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 so you can't like farm humans. You can't like take them. their life from yeah. them, yeah. Uh, okay, but we've talked about how like breast milk. Oh, I'd, I'd drink the shit out of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I was talking about. Is like how has someone not, how has someone not come up with breast milk like ice cream? I don't know. It's got... 
it's like built for humans, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we and that's be eating that. you and I have talked about that like <laughs> yeah. a ton. It is weird that we've adapted to like thinking drinking milk from other animals is normal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I want to see the first guy who tried it. Who tried milk? How do you how yeah. do you figure it out? <laughs> <laughs> he like saw the baby cows trying it, and he's like, he's oh, like "What's it. up with that? They love it." <laughs> that looks. I I didn't think it was weird until you started telling me about like how fucking weird is it that we just herd all these animals together and like milk them, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like they're like perpetually uh, feeding children. Yeah, but we like hook machines up to them. Yeah, it's like, weird when you break it down and think about it. Yeah, it is super weird, and I didn't think. Like, I never really thought cheese was that weird. And I, I mean, I'll still eat the shit out of some cheese. But it is weird how cheese is made. But I also tried cheese from a different animal. I tried goat cheese, which Good. for some reason, it's delicious, but it grosses me out, like, thinking about where it came from. <laughs> I don't know why. Why is it different from a goat? I don't know. I don't know. It, that's what made me start <laughs> yeah, to think, like, right. it is weird if it's from a cow. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then the other thing that that freaked me out a little bit, and I hope I don't make you throw up by talking no. about this, but like, so you eat ground beef all the time. Not you. I'm just saying like people eat ground yeah. beef all the time as a, like it's formed to do a hamburger patty and it's super right. normal. And then you'll eat a steak and that's been very normalized because I think it doesn't look like the body part that it's from, but Debbie and I bought like a 16th of a cow. And it came with the tongue. And so in Mexico, what's super popular is lengua tacos, which oh, yeah. is tongue tacos. And so we threw the tongue in a crock pot and cooked it. And you have to like peel the skin off of it and you shred it all apart. And so we made the tacos <laughs> and I took a bite of it. And then I was like looking at the taco and I could see taste buds. And I was oh, like, shit. Yeah. I, dude, I, I, I had to power through the taco. But was it good though? It was good. It tasted like like excellent pork. That's what I would say it tasted like, but it just freaked me out a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Taste buds on there would be weird. Yeah. No one what it was. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I feel like one night, um, I was eating chicken. I feel like I've told you about this before. <laughs> oh yeah. And I was biting through the chicken and I like, I like felt the fibers of the like muscle, like of the chicken breast. Like these are animal muscles. Dude. Yeah. And I was like, Holy <laughs> shit, dude, I could be eating like people right now and I wouldn't know it. <laughs> Um, but you, you have said before that you would eat lab grown meat if they ever figure out how to do that. Yeah. Right? I'll try it. Yeah. Cause, cause you're like an ethical vegan. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. If nothing had to die for it, I would definitely try it. Yeah. You watch too many of those, uh, gold finger videos. Do you know about that? Uh-uh. Oh, I thought maybe cause you're a <laughs> punk rocker. Goldfinger is all vegan. The whole band. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I think I threw one of their CDs into my computer when I was younger, like in sixth grade, and it had like bonus features, and mm -hmm. one of them was uh, them in infiltrating uh, like a slaughterhouse, and that scarred me for like a year yeah. when I was younger. Yeah, that's partly where I got started was Warp Tour. Oh, really? Yeah, I would go um, work with Action for Animals. Okay. And like work their booth with them, Action for Animals, and then uh, partly like PETA. Yeah. And just get into Warp Tour for free. Oh, nice. And then, yeah, just help them run their booths. They probably know about Goldfinger. Yeah. Yeah. Goldfinger was always on Warp Tour. Yes. I could never go to Warp Tour when I was in like middle school and college 
because it was always August, and yep. that's when football fall camp oh, was. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I miss Warp Tour. It's dead, right? No. Or they came back for like one year. I, I think, think they're. I thought that they were still going. I don't know. It's gotten weird though because like punk bands now tour with like rappers and yeah. It's like everything. It's like there's not different factions of music now. It's like everything is converged mm-hmm. like into one thing. Yeah. Like Travis Barker is in Machine Gun Kelly's band. Yeah. And but did stuff with like Post Malone and. Did you see the video of Post Malone throwing all that money out? No. I saw the video with him and Travis Barker, though, doing the live stream for like an hour. Like during COVID? They were covering Nirvana. Oh. It was all Nirvana songs. What? Yeah. It's super good. Yeah. Post Malone, I mean, obviously he's a really good singer, but he can play the guitar too. Yeah. Yeah. Talented dude. Yeah. I'm not like a, I haven't been a huge rap fan until recently. And I never thought I would go to a rap concert, but I've seen Atmosphere three times in concert. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, your boy, didn't he come here? We were supposed to go. Who was it? Uh, Brother Ali or? Uh, Rex Life Raj. Oh, Rex Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. ended up not going. Um, but I do know a ton of people went. And our head athletic trainer from Boise State, who is coming on the podcast, Mark Paul. Shout out to Mark Paul. Nice. He was so stoked about Rex Life Raj coming to Boise. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I know he went to the concert. And I know it was a good concert, and I regret not going, but... Dude, Raj is, like, huge. Yeah, he's got a lot of bangers. Dude, I saw... I feel like I was looking up his YouTube page, and he has multiple videos, probably more than five videos, with over a million views. Yeah. That's insane. That's crazy. It's nuts, man. And, like, when we were hanging out with him in college, he always had... I don't know. I mean, he had a bunch of audio stuff in his... um, in his dorm room and then at his house too to record stuff. And I was always like, Oh, that's a cool hobby. Like it's rad. And I would listen to some of his songs too. And I think he like sent me MP3s of his songs. Oh yeah. And one of them like still sticks out in my head. Like one that I used to listen to all the time, but I never, I always thought that like that was a phase he was going through, but now it's like, (laughs) he's fucking killing it. Oh yeah. He's killing it. Yeah. And like regionally he's, uh, I don't know. I feel like he is, a name now in the Bay area. Mm-hmm. So totally kind of crazy. Yeah. We've listened well on the, the playlist at, uh, our CrossFit gym. Yeah. We have some Rex life Raj songs. Oh, yeah. So shout out to Rex life. He's getting some payments through Spotify from us. Nice. <laughs> how does that work? Do you know how that works? No payments through Spotify. I don't know either. Or maybe it's gotten better now. I know it was rough for artists for a while. Well, and I know it was crazy because artists would get super pissed when you would pirate their music. And yeah, like physical albums going away is weird. Mm-hmm. But were, were we talking about it the other day? Maybe I was talking about it with Ross. But how like if you go down to the record exchange, it's like actually just records now. Like they don't sell. They sell oh, some really? CDs, but like the majority of it's records. So people just buy everything online or they listen to streaming services. Right. Yeah. Or the people who like records. Yeah. Yeah. I bought, I think Debbie and I have bought like three records and then I bought one for Bob too. But do you have a record player? I do. Yeah. Do you have like your parents' old records? I do. I have a bunch of old, old like rock and roll for my dad. Yeah. And then uh, there were a lot of punk bands for a while that put out vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. I know like Blink still puts out vinyl. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think, dude, Rex Life Raj put out vinyls too. That's rad. But they do like a, 
you know, limited edition. Mm-hmm. And they probably charge like 30 or 40 bucks for them. Right. Yeah. There's only a hundred of these. And then right. they sell out super quick. And what, uh, what kind of music does your dad listen to? Oh man. Just classic rock. Classic rock. Yeah. I feel like most dudes our age, their dads listen to just classic yeah, rock. And it's the same shit over and over. It's <laughs> super boring. <laughs> if you tune in to 96.9, yeah. the Eagle, it's perpetually that like one of 20 songs that they always just have. Yeah, going. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we inherited some of Debbie's parents' vinyls. And we have like Beach Boys, The Who. We have a couple Tom Petty albums, I think. And then I bought her a Blink-182 album for her birthday. Nice. So yeah. That's awesome. You're wearing your NASA t-shirt. Well, and you said last night, did you work? You didn't work for NASA. Or no, did you? almost. You almost did? Almost, yeah. When yeah. I was on uh, with the Department of Defense, yeah. a position came up and almost took it. It was in Houston. Okay. Yeah. And it was like sysadmin stuff? Or? Yeah, for yeah. NASA. Yeah. Right. I didn't want to move, though. Yeah. It would have been rough. So working for the Department of Defense, was it, I know private companies are better to work for than like government entities. Yeah, we were uh, contractors. Oh, okay. Through uh, HP Enterprise. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So you guys had like autonomy. You weren't using like Windows 95? Oh, we were, yeah. Were you really? <laughs> yep. The yeah. same like Windows XP uh, after it was like end of life, but Microsoft extended it for Department of Defense. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've always heard is like. Military stuff, people try to market things to normal people as military grade. And then these guys that are in the military are like, uh, military grade stuff sucks. Yeah, it's like, trash. <laughs> <laughs> you want the private stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Are you almost done with your lager? I am. How long have you been growing your mustache? It's about three weeks of growth. It's pretty good. <laughs> Damn, dude. I, I thought it was going to be longer than that. Yeah, it grows pretty slow on a vegan diet. <laughs> You don't eat, you don't have enough hair. Yeah, I don't have enough nutrients. Dude. Enough hair in your diet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What, so I know that there's the whole protein argument and I feel like I've heard shit too about B12 or B6 Yeah, or B12 something. is a big one. Yeah. And is that true or no? Um, yeah. Like almost everybody should supplement B12. Yeah. Because how we get B12 now is, well, the normal person through animals. Okay. They supplement animals with B12, oh. which is why there's B12 in meat. Oh. Yeah. The hell. How the hell did they figure <laughs> all that shit out? Like, who was the dude that looked through the microscope and started naming them? Mm -hmm. This one's vitamin A. <laughs> That's a tough job, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, dude, the more and more, I don't know, the more and more I travel and the older I get and the more things I read and the more things I see, it's like, the contributions that each person individually makes to society is so tiny. Like there's one dude who worked his whole life to try to find like a new vitamin and he never did, you know, Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's crazy like that. Like yeah. who, who the hell was the first person to figure out? Like, I wonder if we ate some grass to go along with this, you know, meat, if we'll, cognitively do things better <laughs> right <laughs> and to be the guy that fails yeah to be the guy that fails at shit too i don't know but you know what makes me uh 
like you always see the successes. You never really see the failures of big things. And what I like to think about, and they actually put out a long video showing this is SpaceX. And it was cool that they sent guys to the International Space Station. And then the rocket came down. It landed on the barge. And after all that happened and they celebrated it, they put out a video of like how many rockets they blew up. Yeah. And like how many failures they had. And yeah. so it's like it really put things into perspective, like why their team was so happy when that shit oh, yeah. happened. Yeah. And we're back. Hello. <laughs> um, we were just talking about the headphones and how I have two kind of different pairs of headphones. But the reason I had to get the second pair that's different from the ones that I wanted was because of the riots. When I ordered them... The riots affected the... The riots affected the distribution from Guitar Center because they have a, a warehouse in Santa Cruz. And so, like, they didn't want trucks going in and out of there during the riots. Oh, weird. Yeah. And so all my stuff was, like, indefinitely delayed. Damn. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we finished drinking our Moosehead lager. Moosehead. And Tristan... What is the next beer? The next one is Tierra Madre. Um, this is a local one from Mother Earth um, out in Nampa. Okay. Um, super good Mexican lager. Ooh. I'm yeah, all about it, dude. I'm all about the Mexican lagers. Mexican lager that I am most familiar with <laughs> <laughs> is from Ska Brewing. In Durango, Colorado, which is where Debbie and I have been doing Fourth of July the last couple of years. Oh, nice! What? Which one is it? Um, it's just—it's actually just called Mexican, Mexican Lager. Lager. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're very straightforward. Um, but they're ska brewing, like ska the music, mm-hmm. and they have like a checkered flag, like that's their logo, mm-hmm. which is and like a little guy skanking across the. Can. It, I, I think there actually is yeah. a dude like skanking across the can. <laughs> Okay, so Tristan, you used to play in some local punk bands. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Sure. Yeah. In okay. high school, we uh, played a in a street punk band. Yeah. Um, I actually went and watched them play a few times when I was getting into it, um, and their bassist was quitting after one of the shows. Uh huh. And I had become friends with the guys, and was just like, "I'll do it." Yeah. And just they're like, "Have you played?" anything i was like no i never have but i'll get a bass and i'll come practice with you guys yeah so yeah we started playing together played with pretty much every punk band that came through boise from like 2004 through 2006 oh wow so which what what were some of the bands some of the big well i remember the biggest one was uh pull that up a little closer sorry that people might know is uh the casualties oh yeah yeah i played with Played with those guys. Okay. Um, partied with those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Do they go hard? They go hard. They go really hard. <laughs> are they still around? Or I don't know. I don't know if they are still around, but yeah, went in. Um, it was at the venue. Yeah. Yeah. Played with them at the venue. Partied on their tour bus with them. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, venue is now Boise Brewing downtown. Yeah. Which I went to a bunch of punk shows there. I think when I was in high school and maybe like freshman year of college, but that place was awesome. Yeah. It used to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And which other bands? Um, that you've heard of. Well, I don't know. If um, I've... man, there were a lot. Yeah. Played with like, man, I can't remember now. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think I've been to some casualty shows 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I probably knocked some dudes down at some mm-hmm. casualty casualty shows. Um, I feel like being a big dude at a punk show um, is kind of like bad sometimes because you go in the mosh right. pit and there's a bunch of like smaller and you dudes. can't just be bumping into each other safely yeah like uh <laughs> we went to my buddies and i when we were in college we went to metal mayhem out at uh the idaho center and we started moshing in the mosh pit and then like soon there were like nobody else left in the mosh pit they're like fuck this <laughs> <laughs> this I, hurts now <laughs> yeah and i think uh god we saw anthrax out at the idaho center and they made they made everyone split up and they did like the wall of death. Oh yeah. And so they were like, all right, half you motherfuckers get on that side. Half you guys get on that side. And they're oh, like, yeah. when we say go, you're going to sprint at each other. And there were like dudes in wheelchairs, like wheeling <laughs> <laughs> towards each other. I feel like those kind of metal shows are awesome. Cause yes. nobody wants to like hurt each other. Like everyone's kind of like pushing each other hard, but like if somebody falls down, they look out for each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's safely, but hard. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Have you been to any punk shows like recently or I have not. No. Any concerts? There hasn't been a lot of like punk shows that happen here yeah. anymore. I feel like we get every once in a while we'll get like a huge band coming through. Like Blink-182 came 2009 or something maybe. Mm-hmm. And then I think they came again recently. Um, I think when after Tom left maybe. That was uh, my first concert ever. Blink-182 yeah, was? was? Blink-182, yeah. In Boise? Yeah, it was out at the Idaho Center, I want to say. Because they came, yeah, like 2003 or 2002 or something? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. My dad was not stoked. They're like, I think Tom was naked on stage. Oh, you went with your parents? He, oh, my dad my took God. my brother and I, yeah. No way. That's yeah. awesome. He's like, this is what you guys are into? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like uh, I was listening... Like I got super into Blink One Eighty Two, and my my parents would let me like put CDs in the car, and I didn't really know a lot about them and their lyrics and stuff. And there's there's something on the Dude Ranch album where Mark says something about I'll just jack off in my room, yeah. and my mom like she goes, "All right, we're done," and like hit the button. And she's like, "We're not listening." <laughs> That's to what this my mom either. used to do: throw away CDs. Oh, seriously? Yeah, she'd take the CDs, read through the booklet, the yeah. lyrics. Be like, nope. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been to any other like non punk shows in Boise? No, it's been a while. Yeah. To go into a concert? Yeah. Did we did you and I go to a concert with Dez and Deb? Yeah, what was that one? Um It wasn't like Imagine Dragons or something, was it? No. I no. hope not. Yeah. <laughs> I saw them in concert. I kinda regret it. It was more of like a show. The uh, CrossFit Anthem song. What's Isn't the... that? Oh, my God. Uh, it's like, let's stop playing this. What What are the lyrics to that song? The first CrossFit gym we went to would play it nonstop. Nonstop, yeah. Terrible. That was yeah. actually the first sip that I took. And it is delicious. Super good, dude. You have like 40 of these? <laughs> <laughs> You're flying. Dude, I... Uh, yeah, I are you into like IPAs? Um, I used to be a lot. Most but now it's like I just want like uh Coors Light. I, I swear to God, that is the story from like most of the people I talk really? to. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I used to be super into it and now it's like I'm kinda over it. Like, yeah. The craft brew scene kinda seems Yeah, like it was it's... exciting at first, like 
an IPA is different than a Keystone or a Pabst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, this is heavy. Dude, I can't even, I don't even really like Pabst anymore. I no. feel like Coors is kind of. Coors is the best. Coors is in my perfect. opinion. Have you ever tried to brew your own beer? No, I have not. Me neither. <laughs> Let's do it, dude. Let's make one. Uh, so my buddy Chad is going to start brewing his own beer, and he said he's going to bring it on the podcast. Awesome. So they have brews going right now. Uh, what is he brewing? I don't know. I don't know what they're putting together. But, God, it's, like, overwhelming. If you go into, like, Brewer's Haven, and he was talking about another place, too, where you can buy, like, barley and hops and yeah buy all this stuff yeah and they even have like hop pellets now and like flavor packets Mm -hmm. so it's gotten like to the point where you don't even have to like get the actual ingredients anymore right yeah yeah it's super easy yeah it's too commercialized now (laughs) it's like like you can go into bed bath and beyond and just get like a home brew kit yeah they used to sell those like little mr beers yeah yeah, yeah. just packets did you you put it in never did those no yeah it's like uh it, I feel like it takes away from learning what it actually is. It's like, right. oh, just open all these packets and pour them in. Yeah, that's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever made your own vegan meat? No. Have you ever made your own tempeh? No. Shit, dude, I haven't made anything. <laughs> what else, dude? If you want to get into current events, we can get into current events. Oh, my gosh. Okay. We were talking a little bit about this before the podcast started, but Chris D'Elia... Oh, yeah. I don't know if you want to chat about it. Yeah, it's a little bit sketchy. Yeah. Um, And the people who surround him, a lot of stuff's come out. And then people making videos about him, how he reacts to certain things. Yeah. The Snapchat one. Yeah. (laughs) He, like, supposedly, he was soliciting... Minors. Minors when he was going to different towns, like when he was touring. Mm -hmm. And... Everybody's got the same story, and there were stories from the past that yeah. all line up. So, like he would try to find like girls in high school, and right. he'd show up in towns and then try to hook up with these girls in high school. Which I don't want to make snap judgments about things because obviously, you know, sometimes people accuse things, right? Accuse people of doing things. And then find out later that it didn't actually happen, which I feel like we're kind of in that stage with him. Right. But there's been so much stuff that people have said about him. And did you see those clips from Fighter and the Kid? Yeah. Where they... Where they're talking about... uh, It was somebody who got caught on Snapchat for something. Yeah. And he's like, how did you find out about that? Yeah. And they're like, you can take screenshots in Snapchat. Yeah. He's like, huh? Yeah. And then it like zooms in on him and he's all scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Fighter and the Kid's a podcast that I, I, I don't know if you, do you listen to it still? Oh, yeah. 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 So I listen to it a lot of the time, but they kind of made a statement about it. And one of the hosts was crying when they were talking about Chris yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And it's like they found out that one of their buddies was like soliciting minors. Yeah. It's like, I don't know how you'd feel if your buddy was getting accused of all this. You'd be like, what the fuck have you been doing? Dude. So that's that's something that Debbie and I have talked about before. So we watched recently we've been watching the well, we finished it, but the Sopranos, and there's an episode where Tony Soprano's sister kills a dude and they help her cover it up and stuff. And it's like, okay, what if someone you knew close to you and I'm not I'm not saying 
if they were doing what Chris D'Elia was doing. But right. if you found out that somebody close to you was doing something illegal or like killed someone, it's like, okay, if you put yourself in that position, it's like, okay, I guess depending on the severity of the crime or like the situation or whatever, would you help them or would you call yeah, it cops? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on who they killed, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if you're like, okay, I'm cool with that. Or, hey, I like that guy. <laughs> um, oh, so what you were talking about last night, in weird situations like that, you don't know how to react. Yeah. And someone crashed behind your house. Yeah, we had a Mini Cooper come through. We live in the north end, kind of a weird area where a bunch of houses are really close together with like a shared yard. Yeah. So their garage kind of backs up to our backyard. Yeah. And Des and I, my fiance, heard a crash. We thought like a tree had fallen or something uh-huh. and run out the door and there's a lady in a Mini Cooper poking out of the back of the garage yeah, having a seizure and I'm just Jesus. like, what is going on? So you like freeze for a minute. Yeah. So we went over and helped her out, kind of like pulled pieces of wood off of the car. Jesus. And people, a bunch of people came over, but yeah, she was seizing up. And yeah. Just like, yeah, in those situations, it's tough to figure out what to do. Yeah, it's like you you watch videos of people doing certain things, and you're like, okay, in that situation, I would know what to do. Yeah, I would do this. But I was like on our front steps, and there's a car in our backyard and a lady having a seizure. You're like, uh, I don't know what to do yeah, in yeah, this yeah, scenario. Yeah. You have to like assess everything. Yeah. And like, is there someone else? Is there another car? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, she just was, they thought that she was going like 70 and hopped over Harrison Boulevard and through Holy the park smokes. and then through the garage. Jesus. Yeah. Dang. It's weird thinking about what you would do in those situations. Yeah. <laughs> and like uh, our friend Bob was telling us last night that he had somebody driving through his alley super fast. Oh, yeah. And they crashed their car and he said he heard it um, and... His girlfriend went out to check it out, and Bob was like, he didn't think like anything was wrong, but like his girlfriend didn't come back for a while, and yeah, he so like he's half like, asleep. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, what's going on? And so like finally you like, like something's really happening. Yeah, something's really <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Where it's like, how do you know? Like at what point do you go outside? You know, yeah. If, it, if the crash, am I overreacting? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I overreacting? <laughs> yeah. And then the know. guy was in the tree. Like crashed into a tree. Yeah, the guy. Who, and then like jumped out of the car and was like, I'm in trouble. And then starts running. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, what yeah. do we do? And then like BPD shows up and, uh, sir, are you okay? Uh, <laughs> sir, why are you standing there? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are you guys doing this weekend? Uh, Des is in Montana. Oh. Yeah. Oh, She's shit. in Montana with her sister. They just moved there from LA. Okay. Um, her husband's stationed. Fuck, I don't know the spot. Butte. Or, He's in the Air Force. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, nice. Uh, what is it? Bozeman. No. Try again, dude. I only know two <laughs> towns in Montana. Great Falls. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah nice. He's in the Air Force, so they have five kids. Oh my gosh. And her sister's pregnant with another. Oh wow. Yeah. So Dang. she's up there helping out. Yeah. Her sister's also in school, Just, so she's trying to go through school and then raise five kids whoa. and do a move. Yeah, so Des was awesome to and go up there and help her out. Is her husband full-time then? Yeah. Or 
Dang. Yeah. Jesus. He's teaching and doing Air Force stuff. Wow. Yeah. So he's uh, active duty then? Or is he in the no. Guard? Uh, I don't know, actually. Or is that stupid? Because if you get stationed somewhere... <laughs> Are you active duty? I feel like you have to be like... I don't a, know, dude. Yeah, he's probably active duty because yeah. I feel like if you're a citizen <laughs> of the state, then you can join the Guard of that state. I feel really stupid for not knowing <laughs> I that. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, he's pretty active, though. So he's probably active duty. <laughs> he's a pretty fit guy. <laughs> He's not in the guard because he exercises. Yeah. Yeah. People are going to take offense to that. Whoops. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are you doing uh, when your wife is away or your fiance is away? Oh, shit. You know what I was going to ask you? You guys delayed your wedding. Yeah, we had to. Why is that? Um, we had it. It was going to, well, we had an awesome spot up in Cascade. Yeah. Um. We had a little over a hundred people invited. Yeah. And then the venue came back and said that we had to keep it under fifty. Uh-huh. So it's like we could still do it if we uninvite like sixty five people. Oh shit. Which we didn't want to do. Yeah, that's so yeah, we we postponed it. Um we're sending everything out this week. But okay. yeah. Yeah. So how long are you waiting? Um, I'm not sure what we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. See if they open it back up or just get eloped and have a party somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. We're not sure. Man, De- Debbie and I were makes up. It rough. And, yeah, it does make it rough. And like, I don't know. I know that the governor came out today and said a few things about like, we're not going to mandate masks, but we recommend that you wear masks. Right. And so people are like. Can you just tell us what to do? Yeah, like, just tell us what to do. Give us some direction. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Debbie and I were up in uh, Hayden and like Coeur d'Alene a couple weeks ago. And it was like there was no pandemic at all. Nobody was wearing masks. Like yeah. not even all the restaurants we went to, nobody was wearing masks. Yeah, that's how it's been. We've traveled some places too. You yeah. just go into a new spot and it's like, oh, these people don't care at all. Yeah. But and then, then you go into other places and it's like the end of the world. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it is weird. We yeah, Debbie and I rode on an airplane um to Spokane when we went up there. And oh my gosh, I think we were on United and they made they made us wear masks. And then oh yeah. We had a layover on the way back in Seattle and like the mask police came around and made us put our masks on. Yeah, we when, had to wear them when we were flying too. Yeah. But the uh, it's weird with the airlines, they will say they're separating everybody because of social distancing and all that. Yeah. Unless the flight's full, unless they sold enough tickets, then it's like you're just mashed in there. Mm-hmm. So it's <laughs> whatever works for them. Yeah. I And then they come around twice on the flight and give you like water and Cheez-Its and then you can take your mask off. <laughs> <laughs> it's safe now. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. They should give like Cheez-Its to half the plane at, at once. Yeah. So like half the people take their masks off. <laughs> so I bought a computer. I don't know if you want me to talk about my computer and talk about the difference between like, I know you use Macs. Yeah. I use a Mac to work on servers and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. So I, yeah, I recently bought, I bought a gaming computer to do like audio stuff on. Obviously for the podcast. And then I'm trying to learn like the Adobe suite, like, um, mm-hmm. 
the Adobe Creative Suite. So there's Photoshop, Premiere, Illustrator, those types of things. And I know you're a huge fan of Chromebooks, um, but you also use a Mac, yeah, like an iMac, or I don't even know. I use a MacBook Pro, MacBook yeah. MacBook Pro. Yeah, because this is going to get nerdy, but it's a Unix-based system, so a lot of the same commands and things that we use on our Linux servers are the same on a Mac. Um, but yeah, the Chromebooks we deploy for all the users because they're super simple. So you guys have like a like a portal that you go through then? Like a web-based portal? Yeah. yeah. All of our applications are web-based. Okay. Built, yeah. Gotcha. Dude, when you got me that Google Chromebook, it took me so freaking <laughs> long to wrap my head around like... It's just Chrome. I'm like, where do you where do you save the files? And it's like, well, it's on the internet. But like, I want to download it and put it on the computer. Oh, you can't do that. <laughs> it took me so long to figure that out, man. <laughs> I don't know. It's like you're speaking a different it language. Is, it is tough to wrap your head around yeah. like a Chromebook. Our users have the same problems. Yeah. 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 Do you have like older people that you have to explain yeah. to computer tech to? Mm-hmm. It's tough not to be uh, ageist, I guess. Yeah. But. You have to be patient. Yeah. Be patient. Yeah. Or just hand it off to the help desk. Make them deal. With it. Oh. <laughs> so, so do you like manage the help desk too? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And is that frustrating? Like. Um, it can be when people don't want to put in effort to yeah. do certain things. It's like, have you tried like anything? Yeah. Anything at all? Yeah. No. No, just do it for me. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm not going to use specifics, but I've had certain jobs in my life where I've worked with people who are older than me and they their computer freezes and immediately they just start hitting buttons Mm-hmm. And they're like, why is it not working for me? And I'm like, you You're getting, making it worse. Yeah, you getting mad at the computer isn't going to make it like unfreeze. You just have to wait or like restart it or yeah. log off or. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It is tough. Yeah, I'm, at my current job, our LIS guy, which is Laboratory Information Services, um, he has he has an embroidered thing that his mom made for him that he has hanging up in his office. It's the coolest thing in the world. And it says, have you tried turning it off and turning it back on? <laughs> Which is like literally anytime I call IT. Fixes it like 80%. Yeah. That's 80% of the time. Absolutely ridiculous. And why is that? It just. Systems, You're just restarting it. Yeah. Well, systems like freeze up. Freeze up. Memory locks up. Yeah. That's, I need my mom to make me one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Does your mom embroider? No. Debbie embroiders. Maybe we can get her she to do She could teach her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or uh, uh, maybe it's not embroider. It's like cross stitch. Cross stitch. Do you know what that is? <laughs> yeah. The little uh, like circle wood thing. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Debbie does that. Oh, nice. Yeah. We're old. We're old people. <laughs> Has Des ever shown any interest in that? Yeah, I think uh, her and another friend, they were ordering like a kit for it. Oh. I was like, dang, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I got something. I think I got something for Debbie one time and it was like, it was like crochet. And she like, she looked at it and she's like, why would I want to do this? You know? Right. <laughs> Fuck this thing. <laughs> but now she's Thanks like. Thanks for into, the gift. Yeah, but now she's like into <laughs> cross-stitch shit. And like she goes to, uh, I I don't know if it's crochet or something else. I know there's two different ones. Like there's one with like a hook that you like 
push the yarn through mm-hmm. and like how you crossfit cross stitch crossfit cross stitch <laughs> <laughs> you have to like go do a bunch of clean and jerks and then you <laughs> you make a uh, sweater <laughs> <laughs> so changing subjects um you and i started a business together with two other business partners um and it's been it's been awesome learning how to run a business yeah it's been the fun part for sure yeah um but there's been some like hard stuff trying to navigate whether it's like you know dealing with clients who maybe don't get along with other clients or you know us trying to make decisions Mm -hmm. so like i i'm just curious what do you what have been the pain points about starting a business from the ground up obviously like learning everything was a pain point and fun. Yeah. Like I, I enjoy that solving problems, um, figuring out just how to run a business basically. Yeah. But yeah, I think, uh, it was, we all owned a lot of the same percentage. Yeah. So it's like a lot of stalemates, butting heads, Yeah. um, that you have to get through. Yeah. You have to talk through it to get through it. Yeah. And if you don't want to talk about it, you're going to struggle. Yeah. You're really going to struggle. Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting. Um, how a lot of, I feel like a lot of people warned us about how it wasn't going to work, but obviously, I mean, we did it for two and a half years Yeah, and we're still doing it. We're still doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we did prove a lot of people wrong. Um, but yeah, it is, I feel like you run into those situations where it's, um, if you don't do something, then nothing's going to get done. And right. so everyone's like waiting for the perfect opportunity to do something. But if you don't. And if, if you pull the trigger, it's going to make somebody upset. Yeah. 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 So um, communication's key for sure. Yeah, totally. Which is why I feel like we're still all doing it. Yeah. With those moments of butting heads. Yeah. Arguing. Yeah. Like if we can talk through it, I mean, you, you can get through anything. Yeah. 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 And I think it helped that, you know, we were all, or we still are all friends with each other, but we started out the gym friends with each other too. Mm -hmm. And people were always saying like, don't go into business with your friends. Right. But I feel like we worked through everything and we all still hang out and stuff. Yes. So it can be done. Um, but yeah, I think the communication thing is huge and not making assumptions and not, um, you know, stepping on other people's feet and just making sure you're open with everything. Right. Yeah. If you can talk through it, I mean, you can seriously get through all of those pain points that people talk about of don't do it with your friends. You're going to hate each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like we're all pretty good at speaking our mind, talking through problems Yeah. and just pushing forward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like relationships are like that too. Yeah, absolutely. You ask someone to marry you and you think you know like everything about them. And I mean, Debbie and I are coming up on a year and I I even look at my parents. My parents are still learning stuff about each other too. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you're not, you can't just think that you know everything. You have to continually grow and continually. Yeah. Be open. Take, take everything in. Yeah. Make decisions based on new information, yeah. which a lot of people have a hard time with. Yeah. Like, I was wrong. Yeah. Like yes. based on new information, like my opinion changed. Yeah. And that's totally fine. And yeah, that makes it work. Swallowing your pride. Yeah. Is hard. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I've learned that a lot recently is like, there's something prideful about being correct, but that's not going to do anything in the long run. If it's not like if, if you win an argument, but it's not factually true. Right. Like that's not, you like artificially get the good feeling of like thinking you're right. So yeah. you go like I won. Yeah. But factually it's not. Yeah. 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 It's like the short term gratification. Like I, um, on the last podcast with uh, Mick, we were talking about like as an adult setting financial goals and being patient with things and things take a while, like paying off your house takes a while. Right. Um, but some people get themselves into situations where they say, oh my gosh, I can afford the house payment. I'm just going to keep, I'm going to buy like the most expensive house that we're pre-approved to the top for. end of your budget. Yeah. And then it's like, well, do you know how long it's going to take you to pay that thing off? And if you're going to the top end of your budget, if the house is $500,000, you're going to be paying a million dollars over the course of your right. term. And a lot of people don't understand that. Right. Yeah. When we got the, speaking of that, when we got the pre-approval back, it was, I thought it was insane. Yeah. I'm like, we're not going to buy a house. It's yeah. that number. Well, and they, I feel like they take advantage of people who are like, oh my gosh, we can afford a house. That's... Yeah. We can get everything we want. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's crazy. It's crazy sitting in that lender's office or whoever it is. I mean, I don't know who you guys went through, but like you sit there and they're like, well, this is what you guys are pre-approved for. And like, look at your spouse yeah. and you're like, uh, we're let's not go like half that. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So you guys are moving into a new house soon, yeah. which is super exciting. Yeah. I'm stoked on it. July 10th, hopefully. Nice. But yeah. Yeah. As long as everything goes fine. Yeah. And we go through the appraisal and then I guess the final, um, through the lender. Oh yeah. So do you, so did you guys already do the home inspection? Yeah, we did the inspection. Everything came back good. Yeah. Just some small things to fix. Yeah. Which is exciting. Nice. And I don't want to talk about like where specifically in town you guys are moving to. Um, yeah, bench area, but it's nice. It, yeah, the, the whole bench area is nice to me because, it's very well established and it's not like they can build on top of everything. Right. That's around here. Um, like it's already established. There's not like downtown is growing like crazy and I could see how it'd be super frustrating if you have to go, um, you know, get to your apartment or even the North end, I feel like is getting busier. Yeah, it so, is and super you, busy. You guys are currently in the North end ish area. Yeah. We're right in the North end. Yeah. Right off of Harrison there. Yeah. And there's, I mean, I know even like Hill Road, God, Hill Road has insane traffic and state has insane traffic, Mm -hmm. which I had no idea about. Yeah, there's the north end has gotten crazy with the homeless population, too. Oh, really? Yeah, I've gone into the back. We have to park in the back alley. Yeah. And I've gone out and there's been like a guy standing by our vehicles. Interesting. Some weird shit, yeah. Dang. Yeah, I thought all that, for some reason, I thought all that was like kind of down road skate park yeah they'll go up wander up state street by that albertson's oh and then just go up through the alleyways i guess that's not that far away yeah but yeah Yeah, homeless people or even like high school kids yeah just checking for unlocked cars oh yeah Yeah. i've had my car broke into a couple times seriously yeah in the alleyway dang yeah Yeah, and ripped out the stereo take sunglasses anything don't yeah. put valuable stuff in there. Yeah, don't. Lock your car. 
there's people who grow up in like rural parts of the United States who leave their car unlocked. They leave their purse in the car. Like one of my buddies who I went to high school with, he grew up, I'm not going to say what town he's from because it'll be super obvious who this kid is, but he grew up outside of Boise and in high school, he would leave his keys in the ignition Mm -hmm. when it was parked in the parking lot at the high school. And like thinking about that now is mind blowing because I'm sure possible. Yeah. Impossible now. Yeah. Crazy. But I, uh, I feel like up on this side of town, you don't really have to worry about, I don't know. I, there's no, it's not like there's crime up here. It seems really different. Yeah. It's, and it's not that far yeah, outside. It's, it's not that far. Um, especially if you're like kind of deep in a neighborhood too. Right. I don't think any criminal wants to go like spend a Trek bunch of time. The neighborhood. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, it's going to take me forever to get out of here. So if someone calls the cops, I mean, if they <laughs> wanted to trek into a neighborhood, they'd probably steal stuff like right at the start of the neighborhood. Right. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Cause <laughs> they could just pin them in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a criminal. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You got to find a neighborhood with like multiple exits. Yes. Yeah. Which Google Maps has probably provided yeah, for. Yeah, we a lot could of plan f- something out. <laughs> <laughs> Go rob Whole Foods or something. All right, Tristan. So we are coming up on an hour and a half, which is where I've been kind of trying to keep the podcast. Um, I've been giving the guests an opportunity to get the last word. So I'm going to turn it over to you and uh, let you speak and have the last word on the podcast. Um, times are tough. Be kind to one another. All right. Radical. Thanks, man. <laughs> That's it. Thanks. All right. See you.